0: Chub Step mm-hmm. Jay Rabb. Pat
1: Callie.
0: Rating the all Steed, Duncan Steve
1: Chub Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the King of the Jungle. <laughs> Don't you remember? We listened to his old album that one night. I told you you'd never be a good writer because you don't have a curious mind. Time. Ah, damn it. Who was it? Paul the Paul Pufano. How hard is that? Paul Pufano. Come on.
0: Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> and the show has started.
1: Oh, bonjour, bonjour.
0: Bonjour Steve. uh we're gonna do uh the show uh chop Step. And, <laughs> and what was that? Uh that is my uh French accent. Is that how they sound over there? Uh some do talk uh, like this, yes. Why are they so confused about everything? Because it's not their first language.
1: A big deal. To get over it,
0: there was a lot of people that, uh, we you know were like, oh, apologizing for their English, you know, because yeah. they're talking something As to they I'm should. Like, as yeah, they, as should. they should. And, uh, I said, well, that's, you know, significantly better than my French, which is me doing that accent and with English words.
1: Uh, if you are lost, Jared was in France. Uh, <laughs> last week
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i was in france uh yeah good point i guess in the context that. i was in um yeah i was in france for a wedding uh one of my wife's uh friends and this is this is too bougie for me this wedding
1: Uh oh, just hey you know what would be fun let's just get married in france <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah, it's it was um, there was fifty five people there. I'll, I'll go to the little more of the context of it. So, so th- here's what led up to this partially is if people remember from back in the like couple of months ago, this is maybe like nine or ten months ago. I Called had it. a terrible experience with American Airlines, and they had oh, to cancel yeah. my flight last minute when I was trying to leave Palm Springs, and then I had to use a different airlines and take like a insane red eye flight. That you know, anyway, they rescheduled mm-hmm. me for like three days mm-hmm. later. Is this whole thing? I was able to use that travel credit that I got from American Airlines for me, like, three days on the phone with them, bitching them out, telling them that they screwed me over. Yeah. And I used, <laughs> so I was able to use some of that travel credit for the flight, which was nice. <clears throat> the The wedding was in a town called Menardes, uh, which is in Menardes. Provence. Yeah, Menard. Yeah, the hardware it. store. Uh, I realized one thing that I have a really hard time reading French. Like, it, it just, I understand it's a different language, but it also is just, like, completely <laughs> like that. I look at it, and I was trying to type it into something else, and I would forget the, like, instantly forget. It was it might be, like, five letters, and I would just instantly get them wrong. So it was in a town called uh, Minervis. M E R. M e n e r b e s. It's in uh, Provence. The wedding was in the very south of France, um, uh, but it's in Provence, the territory. I don't even know if I'm saying any of that right, or even if any of that's correct. Uh, but it was. In, it was it's got to be I, close. I in, here, I'll do the I'll do the Cliff Notes version here. I flew into Paris. Uh, we were there for like um, a day. A day and a half. And th- so what you, when it's a seven-hour time difference and you land in the morning, if you start sleeping right away, you're going to be screwed up the whole rest of the time. So you just have to stay awake. And I slept maybe like two hours on the plane. It was an eight-hour plane ride. And uh, so the, we get, we arrive at like 9.30 a.m. that time. And so we're like, all right, got to stay awake the whole day. So we're going to see as much things as we can since we only have like a total of three days in Paris. Yeah. And uh, so we, we ended up walking 12 miles the first day, uh, which was... That's got to be like
1: the whole city. How big is the city?
0: The city's big. The city's big. But it, it was the main portion of the areas that like have all the monuments. So we were able to see like all the main, you know, like the Notre Dame Cathedral, the Eiffel Tower, uh, a couple like this uh, Museum d'Orsay, which is this museum there. um, mm. and, and the catacombs and things like that. Um,
1: catacombs. Catacombs.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of walking after you slept like two hours. Then the next day we did a couple more uh, very French things. There were some of the most stereotypical French things I'd seen there. One time we stopped at a cafe and there these group next to us said croissant. I'm not exaggerating five times in like a minute and a half conversation we overheard it. Because that's <laughs> the only word I knew. Uh, but it was like, I cannot believe they're actually saying croissant this many times. It's like, <laughs> it's,
1: oh my particular. gosh. It's, <laughs> um, croissant, croissant, croissant. And croissant. you're like, what are, what are they ordering over there? Yeah,
0: yeah. So a couple of things that confused me. The the first day we get to the hotel and they're like, okay, th- um, you're in room like 114. That's on the first floor. So the elevator is over there. And I'm like, oh, the well, th- why do I need the elevator for the first floor? And in Doesn't France, the ground level is zero. And mm. then Man. basements are negative one and negative two, depending on how far you go. And so the first floor you go up is one. But that's every single building there. Has like the floor you're on to start. The ground level zero, and then negative one or one, depending if you go up or down. So that was a little confusing. I don't some like you don't that. don't think about. I don't like that either. Change that, please, because it confused. I look like an idiot when I asked that question.
1: Yeah, at first they do the metric system. Yeah, and now this.
0: Exactly. It's it, it was kind of bullshit. I some stereotypes that I'd heard about French people is that they were very mean to American tourists. I don't know if you had ever heard that, Steve.
1: <laughs> I don't concern myself with Europe.
0: Yeah. Well, I found that to be not the case at all. Uh, they, Everybody there, every single person, I did not have one experience at any of the restaurants or any of the different things that we did where somebody was like rude to us, even yeah. though uh, we, but I had heard that, that was something that was very commonly heard um you know, yeah, um, it's like a stereotype. We to. Yeah, like a stereotype that they hate Americans and they are really rude and stuff like that. But, I mean, you'd always start the conversation pretending like you knew French, like say bonjour or something like that. And then they'd start talking to you and then you quickly, they'd quickly realize you don't speak. <laughs> you <laughs> just stare <laughs> at them. <laughs> but, but 90% of the interactions we had there, the person spoke French, or English also. So, um, yeah.
1: Well, they, they probably hate like some Americans, like, you know, the stereotypical. Yes. Like. 60 year old angry like 300 pound complaino american yeah yeah like i'm assuming they can pick them out of a bunch though yeah no
0: it's a a good point and it's probably a few of those people that are really obviously americans that are like wearing the big uh you know harley davidson shirt or yeah (laughs) with, with a cowboy hat or something and uh they won't let them take the gun into the restaurant um and, you know, that's where that comes from. But uh, we, we went on this bullet train from Paris to Marseille, and it was three and a half hours long. Bullet trains are pretty crazy. I'd never been on one before. Steve, you ever been on one? I don't know if they had them in Korea.
1: No, uh, they might, but Korea's, like, really small overall, so they
0: oh, just rode point. a normal train. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but these crews, and they're so smooth, it was very nice— uh, oh, was it like
1: a magnet one? A magnetic I don't know. Powered I, I didn't
0: I didn't ask the conductor how it functioned. I just it's sat be on magnetic. it magnetic. I don't know. But it was cool and it cruised um and it was like, yeah, pretty comfortable, pretty straightforward and easy to do. What was crazy at the uh bathroom. Went to go use it. They charge you a dollar uh to what? use the bathroom, which which I not on the train but at the station. So I thought this was something like I used to do this in Roller Coaster Tycoon. And oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was something you would like, you know, you would try to do all the bullshit stuff you could to screw people over in Roller Coaster Tycoon. But you might charge them, like, you know, 50 cents to use the bathroom, which I thought was something that literally only could happen in a video game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: You should have just peed on the floor. You should have said nope and just yeah. started peeing.
0: <laughs> so... Yeah, so I go to this thing, and it was, yeah, a dollar to use. And that was not the only time that it was a dollar to use the bathroom. It was other places we end up going. There was other times where they charged to use the bathroom. It was always a dollar one, or one euro, I guess. I um, get it if it's like a restaurant or a store,
1: and you pop in, and you're like, hey, can I use the bathroom? And they're like, give us a dollar. Like that I get. Not at like a train station.
0: This is a train station. The other one I saw was at like a – not a, like almost like a super fancy Walgreens. Oh, um,
1: that that sounds like my kind of store.
0: Exactly. <laughs> then uh, from there, we take like a cab ride, and what I did also notice I, there was a lot more people not wearing deodorant there than I was accustomed to. Not like that's not like a stereotype; like everybody there is not wearing deodorant, but like I'm used to almost never smelling that. Yeah. Around us, there was quite a few times where it'd be like you know a taxi driver or somebody like that is clearly not wearing deodorant, which is not. Fantastic. Also, smoking is cool, I realized. Everybody's smoking there. And, Smoking's uh, cool as hell. It always it's has very been. Very cool. I, I agree it always has been, but there you actually looked at some of these people like, God, I get it. That's a cool smoke. I mean, I yeah. can't smoke. Uh, but I really Yeah, well, your
1: parents lied to you and you're not allergic. This is a parenting <laughs> a tip for thing. every this it's, is a parenting tip for every uh, parent out there. I get it. I Do get what it. Jared's parents did. Tell your kid they are allergic to tobacco. If they ever smoke it, they will die.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's a fair take. I mean, people have made that argument before, uh, and yeah, it was it smart by them. If it was fake, yeah, it was. Um, it really was, but it's worked. So at this point, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jokes on me. It, right? it worked. <laughs> Honestly, like it's smartest
1: That should be in parenting books. We could know, write a parenting book just oh, right so there. Good.
0: Yes, you're, yeah, the The title is You're Allergic to Tobacco.
1: All kids would be in high school and they're like, all right, any allergies in this class? And everyone's like, tobacco.
0: You're Allergic to Tobacco, Alcohol, and Loose Women. That's the title <laughs> of uh, of our book that we're going to co-write, Steve. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, c- cigarettes, everybody's doing them. And if you're not, you're a nerd. I felt like a nerd there. Uh, I needed some... You know, at least to hold around a cigarette or something, put it in my ear, and I didn't do that. So, Was, was anybody
1: a, vaping out there?
0: Not a lot of vaping. I, I did not see a lot of vaping. Damn. Very see, Europe racial. Europe might be, like,
1: more hardcore than America is now.
0: That's, I agree. I agree. It's like I, I kind of see the people vaping as half-assing it, where before, it, you know. It, yeah, know. like
1: all these teens are vaping with their pods and their, you know, sticks. Yeah. And, and like, I, be a man about it.
0: I, and it's a hot take because I, you know, you see the really cool guys in America, like Frat Sullivan, a mutual friend of me and Steeds. He sends these videos where he'll take a inhale of vape, and then he'll drink a beer and then spit out the, or you know, shoot, I don't know, <laughs> shoot out the vape in his mouth. He just shoots it out. Yeah, he like he'll inhale, he blows it, it out, maybe yeah, that blows it out after he takes a beer, and it's just he a just wild move.
1: shoots it out. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Nobody knows where it comes from. (laughs) Nobody. It's insane. (laughs) You don't get as much of a puff of the of the smoke with the with the regular cigarettes. So there's one good side. We go to this little place called La Bastide de Marie, which is this kind of vineyard where the wedding is taking place, and uh, you kind of had to stay. On the campus, it's a very small town, kind of like how you... It, it reminded me a lot of, like, Napa Valley in California, very similar looking, maybe a little less brown, but uh, kind of these small little places that...
1: For anybody that hasn't traveled extensively, compared to, like, the poor man's version of Napa.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. It looked... <laughs> um. it rem-
1: so, just be like, it reminded me of, like, two hills... With trees,
0: yeah it it was actually surrounded by mountains. It was in this cool valley, and uh, oh, had these okay. really cool okay. old uh, villas that you were staying in. So every it was like a fifty five person wedding. Everybody there is uh, kind of staying on the on the campus or on the you know these little villas. You have these little rooms, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> just a cool spot. Uh, we took these bike out, these bikes out um, one of the days, electric bikes, and it was the most stereotypical French thing. Like we picked, we went and got baguettes. Uh, from this bakery (laughs) and some coffee and stuff like that. You you know, that was kind of the the trip. We did that. The wedding was great. Uh, We take the bullet train back to Paris and then had another, like, two days there. Nice. Um, But it was cool. Yeah. It was a really cool uh, spot. It was... I, I was much better than I even thought it was going to be. And it was definitely one of those cities I could be like, oh, I get why people like living here. It, it reminded me a lot of New York City, but like a better version of New York City. I don't really I like visiting New York City, but I would never want to live there.
1: Yeah, it's too much.
0: It's too much. It's always kind of dirty. Uh, this just seemed like everybody's kind of out and about. But uh, and there's also no skyscrapers there, which is interesting.
1: That's bogus.
0: Yeah, it is kind of bogus. But I liked it. And all the buildings look like they're old. But what we found out from this guy is that uh a lot of the buildings are newer, but there's some sort of city ordinance where they have to have the facade look like they it's gotta old
1: look building. old, yeah.
0: Yeah, so which is pretty cool. Uh because then they all look like I mean the whole place looks like it's, you know, insanely old. Yeah, you keep the vibe. Yeah, you keep the vibe, which is which is cool. Um, but I, I get why people live there. I could see like if I didn't have any family and I didn't have any reason where I needed to be in America. I could see living there. It's like a really cool, um, city. And then the last thing I'll note of this, we also went to the palace of Versailles, which is where, uh, King Louis was living with Marie Antoinette when she got, when they got beheaded, oh. um, when the French revolution happened and you walk through that place and you're like, yeah, I can see why the citizens were really pissed. Um, I, so part of it was that, you know, there was a, a French revolution happened Uh, the royals were living these extravagant lives while the normal citizens like couldn't afford bread and stuff like that. And you go through this place and you're like, this is just stupidly extravagant. (laughs) Like I get it. (laughs) Like I would be so pissed if I even just saw the outside of this place, let alone when you go on the inside and you see how Yeah, But here's the thing
1: you like, it's not like they weren't out of money. They got to understand economics. They're out of bread. They're not out of money
0: i think the money was to buy the bread yeah i i think like I there's think not a pile of up.
1: bread sitting back there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah those are my yeah that's just all i want to say with that scene that sounds fun yeah it was fun
1: what's going on here it's a hostage situation guys four people at gunpoint shot someone in the head on his way in Oh my god, that's nuts! Oh my gosh! It's days like these that I curse the Chinese for inventing gunpowder. Wow, that's crazy! Oh my god! Well, good luck to you, sir. Good luck with the whole process. Oh my god! The prayers with the family. Jay, um, hold on to your seats because I got a fishing tale for you. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! (laughs) So, uh, me and my dad were fishing last weekend. We went to Wisconsin. We were gonna try and catch some salmon. Yeah, because um, salmon are spawning. They go up the river, they shoot their load, and then they die. And we thought, yep. well, let's interrupt that. Um, so like we're doing a condom our- or something. Yeah, so we have big condoms in the water, and that's how we we're gonna <laughs> catch them.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Uh, no, but you know, salmon are jumping everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we still haven't gotten a fish. Been there for probably like two hours more salmon jump in. We go upriver. Then there's a bunch of, you know, Wisconsin people under this bridge fishing. And we're like, man, I, you know, I wish those guys weren't there. Cause like, that's a good spot. We want to get under yeah. that bridge. <laughs> so then we hear like a commotion and there's like some yelling and we're like, Oh, what's going on? Oh, uh, probably some Wisconsin stuff, whatever. Yeah. So then a guy in a kayak comes by and he's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we're like, What? he's like, some guy just killed himself over there. (laughs) What? Yeah, we're like, what? He killed himself? And he's like, yeah, he was swimming in the water. And I was like, why are you letting that guy swim? And he's got hypothermia. And we're like, what? And we look over and there's like people doing CPR. Oh my God. Like on their boat. So yeah, then like everybody scatters. And that guy's just kayaking down the river, like telling everybody he sees. There's like a bunch of He's just the
0: local gossip.
1: Yeah, he really was. And he's like talking to us. And <laughs> he's like, oh my God, it's so messed up. It's so messed up. Anyways, how you guys catching anything? <laughs> oh my God. They're oh
0: <laughs> like,
1: <we're> like, no. <laughs> so then we're like, you know, we stay in our spot because we were like a distance away. Yeah. So I don't know, 20 minutes later, finally an ambulance shows up. And then it was actually first a boat cop came. He was the first one I'd seen, and I was like, "That's impressive." He's going to be talking about this for weeks because he made it there first. But then, like you know, they all get there, and we're sitting there waiting, and we looked over, and uh, you know, nobody was fishing in that spot anymore.
0: Ooh, <laughs> and that's a good spot. <laughs> so- <laughs> Oh so, so me and my dad
1: are we just kind of like looking at each other, yeah. And I knew we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, like we looked at each other once, and then we we're just like didn't say anything. Then we looked at each other again, didn't say anything. Then we looked at yeah. each other again. We're like, how long? <laughs> like, yeah, res- respectfully, yeah. I think, you know, how long would you, one have to wait before they go right back over there and fish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, I don't know. I guess, you know, they got a stretcher. We'll wait until they, like, get it out.
0: Oh, they were still, like, there.
1: Yeah, they were still there. <laughs> they were still, like, doing stuff. Okay. But we, okay. fig- <laughs> we figured that they, th- this is probably, like, half an hour Okay. has gone by. And, like, there's, you know, the EMS, fire trucks, and boat cop still there. So we're it's been like a half an hour and we another half an hour we didn't catch fish. So it's like two and a half hours and we we're just like oh, we gotta go over there. <laughs> we gotta go to the spot.
0: So yeah. we went to the
1: we like just slowly trolling motored the boat over there and like you know are <laughs> being all quiet and the guy was actually still there. Um <laughs> They were they were still like trying to revive him somehow. Yeah. So they had like this crazy machine on him; it was nuts. But that went on for like twenty more minutes. Wow! And then you know they got the white sheet out.
0: Are you really? Yeah. Wow.
1: So they put the white sheet on, and they're taking like crime scene photos, or not crime scene, but there's somebody's on the on this dock taking pictures, and but the way she's angled, she's taking pictures of that scene, and then in the background. It's me and my dad trying to catch salmon. You killed him! You killed him! Wild. <laughs> it's like,
0: oh my god!
1: I was like, man, we are gonna go down as instead of Florida man, just Wisconsin man.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> Guys drank so, it.
0: So this guy was like trying to swim, but it was like freezing water.
1: Um, I think that it. So this is pure speculation.
0: Yeah cuz
1: yeah it was the water was cold it wasn't freezing yeah, yeah um, but it's but it's not warm when water. he came out he had his clothes on and shoes okay uh i don't know what the kayak i was talking about he also said that he caught 6 salmon that day and he there's no way yeah the there was like a homeless camp nearby this is pure speculation but i think yeah. it had something to do with like a drug related thing where somebody just like went in the water because it, it was okay. like an old old man i don't know
0: weird yeah. yeah and
1: i i looked on the news like i tried to figure out the story of it and there's nothing on the news about it so yeah uh a, clearly a cover-up yeah no kidding yeah so we still didn't catch any fish we're going back next week
0: oh well there you go now you know the spot <laughs> <laughs> i so like if this if this scenario were happening in a sitcom, Steve, you guys would have been uh fishing at that spot as this whole thing's going on. And then yeah. right as they're putting the white sheet over him, you catch a fish, you reel it up, and then he <laughs> flips back over the white sheet, sits up and he says, Hey, that's my fish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the cold open cut to the opening credits. Yeah, exactly something like that <laughs> that's what happened if you were in a, in a sitcom unfortunately this wasn't as funny and uh it,
1: it wasn't as funny well just because um, the guy
0: actually died yeah
1: yeah it kind of put a little damper then I was like he probably cursed the water when he went in there so that's, that's why we didn't catch anything
0: so you didn't end up catching anything
1: yeah um and look maybe those fish got spooked I, you know, if you
0: saw, the, heard an ambulance, and then you just saw somebody die in the water, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be a, a, there if I yeah. was a fish.
1: And this stupid boat cop just had his engine running the whole time. I'm like, dude, uh, like who's paying for this? Yeah, turn taxpayers. your boat off,
0: taxpayers. Yep. Yeah,
1: and it was a no wake zone. This dude come. It's a narrow river. Yeah. Like. You, uh, you can cast a fishing line across the whole river easily. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. But you got marinas and boats on each side. Dude comes yeah. 50 miles an hour up the river.
0: Well, I would say most police officers would tell you that's a perk of the job. I'm right? like,
1: show off, show off. No wake zone,
0: show off. Like, the you know, the best thing is, like, uh, you're going, like, five miles over the speed limit, and then the cop, you know, will, like, do a U-turn going through the median – Uh, you know, (laughs) like jump in the median and then drive 40 miles hours over the speed limit to catch up to you, to pull you over, you know, when it's supposed to be a safety concern. Um, yeah, but again, I think they would call that a a perk of the job. Was it necessary to get over to save the guy's life? He didn't save the guy's life. So. He didn't. So, uh, you know, he created some wake that did some potential minor damage to local. Sail yeah, sailboats yeah sailboats and uh and it's also bad for the edge of the river right i mean it also erodes faster when you have big wakes so it's and- bad for erosion bad for the boats and then he didn't even save the guy's life so uh not a great uh not a great look for local Wisconsin PD. pd yeah yeah sad. uh that's real sad yeah. will you guys go back to the same spot or we go to a different one next time do you
1: think? we'll probably be going to the exact same spot
0: even though we like got a new stuff. bait we got a new bait oh got yeah, we got a, the, we, we the got bait, a bait, bait
1: so bait. yeah when the salmon go up this late into the rivers they're not worried about uh feeding they're worried about breeding yeah. but <laughs> they will eat eggs that they see that they haven't deposited their um, okay. fish load on so we have gotten I got my eggs from Michigan I don't know where he got his eggs from yeah but it's going to trick them, and they're going to think, hey, I didn't lay these eggs, and then they're going to eat them. So it's a little trick. It's a little razzle-dazzle.
0: Now, do you have to use salmon eggs, or can you use, like, just grade A chicken eggs?
1: I don't think chicken eggs would work, but they might work better because they see that egg, and they're like, damn, that's a big egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, i got to get like that out of there. Why wouldn't
0: they like it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, I, I've so,
1: actually been eating a lot of
0: eggs this week randomly.
1: It's probably well, the salmon.
0: Go. It could be the salmon. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted, hooking up left and right, okay? The, I, I, ta- I sent you a video of this not too long ago, but those guys, I hate that the, the spawning season is happening. I have those, like, guys that do the snagging
1: uh, oh, yeah.
0: In a certain part in Chicago, there's this kind of, like, area where it's mostly just used for, like, rowing teams. But there's just all these people just stand around it and then just, like, swipe their poles from left to right trying to snag the salmon that are trying to spawn in this area.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's illegal. In some states, they have, like, a certain time where you can't snag. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what. Illinois is a backwards dumbhead head state. So they probably have, like, a snagging season. But you can catch them, like, legitimately in Chicago.
0: Oh, I know. And people do. There's so many people doing it. They have to be catching stuff.
1: Yeah, well, not even without snagging. You can use, like, legitimate fish methods. Yeah. um, Oh, yeah. No, I know. And you get some nice salmons.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so every time I drive past them, I yell, fuck you, as I'm (laughs) past the thing. (laughs) they probably have no idea what it's about. Um, they're probably like
1: are, are, a vegan. Is this
0: guy's a vegan yeah. or something. <laughs> no, but just like guess, I mean, it's always hard to know. It's like an inhumane way to kill something. It's like they're gonna die either way if you're trying to use it as actual food, because um, nobody's snagging and throwing it back.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: But uh, it's still just it's I don't, just kind of a gross way to do it. I don't like it. So yeah,
1: I mean, if you snag one on accident, that's fair game. In my oh, opinion, yeah. like yeah. if a fish swam into my hook that day, I would have been pumped.
0: What are you gonna? Yeah, what are you gonna do again? You know, that's that's different than purposely trying to do something, right?
1: Yeah, it's already in my boat. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna put it yeah. back in the water or get all dirty, or I gotta take it home and clean it off. Exactly. That's right. Chubstep is in the house.
0: I uh, wanted to give. It might have happened after the last week. We were pretty busy last week with the with the guests. It was fantastic. Um, I wanted to give a rap to Coolio. Coolio. Coolio, who's saying "Gangster's Paradise"? Really? You didn't know he passed away?
1: I did not know. I mean, I don't know much about Coolio.
0: Yeah, so here's why I'm specifically bringing him up. I actually had a—I uh, had met Coolio quite a few times at my old job. Uh, he would come in. He was kind of friends with my boss, and I don't know how he initially got introduced I don't know but he'd come in a lot but he had a funny thing where he had this kind of crazy hair but he would cut holes in his uh he had like <laughs> he had holes in his hat so like his crazy hair was coming through his ball cap which is always a funny a funny look um, but he was a very nice guy and very interesting um as far as he was big into cooking and stuff like that I'd also seen him in some other random shows like that uh, but like nothing might be like celebrity wife spot I saw him on and some other cookie and shows, but uh <laughs> just give a shout out to Coolio because I, you know, it's not often that I meet somebody that's famous that has passed away. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I might have known the guy that passed away in your river seat. I just, uh, you, you haven't given me identification. Otherwise, I would give that guy a shout out, too.
1: I looked for it. Yeah. I, I looked. Maybe it was Coolio.
0: I would be shocked. I didn't see that listed anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that would I that understood. would be in the news. Then my picture like would, would definitely
1: be on. I'd be on TMZ. I,
0: I think so too. Yeah, yeah. All right, P.
1: Coolio and that guy
0: was. Uh, there's something else you want to get to, Steve?
1: Jay, we got to get this out before Halloween.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: All right, I want to. Uh, should we do? You want to do a girl talk? Should we do this as a girl talk? We could do a girl talk. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: What you do as girl talk real quick, what is the update on your hacking steed science?
1: On my hacking steed science? Yeah. Uh, TBD.
0: Okay, okay.
1: It's harder to access the dark web than you think.
0: That's fair. I just want you to know people are requesting it. So I just I'm just curious. Yeah, well d-
1: okay. hey, people tell me, you know what? Don't don't even tell me cuz I'm going to hack into your accounts yeah. find out who the people are then i'm going to hack into their accounts <laughs> then i'm going to post my i'm going to type out what i'm going to say and then i'm going to post it on their account oh, perfect in it. their bank account nice yeah <laughs> so and that'll be all pay
0: their initiation fee into church of four pillars also while yes I
1: it. and which has been raised to six dollars
0: church of four pillars your cult church is now six dollars
1: it was twelve because that's what the Flat Earth Society membership yeah. was. Then I lowered it to four due to low membership. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> and just a way to give back. And now yeah. you know we're kind of booming, so I'm raising yeah. it back up to six, which is nice. still fifty percent off. Nice, um, hell yeah. And you know, as of now, you know, subject to change, that is your lifetime fee.
0: Wow. So people yeah. take uh, take them up on that offer, like, $6. Uh, Paul-T-1, I think, is what your Venmo is, and it's $6, Church of Four Pillars.
1: It's got to be close enough, I mean. Yeah. And okay. worst-case scenario, you Venmo somebody else.
0: So, so what did you want to do as a girl talk here, Steve?
1: So, Jay, Halloween is approaching. It's approaching quick. No kidding. And me and my gal pals... We don't know what to wear. We don't know what we're wearing.
0: I'm in the same problem right now. Same issue.
1: All I know is I want it to be fun. I want it to be flirty. And I want it to feel good.
0: That's my daughter's. You take that off. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm... uh. I got some uh, Halloween costumes pulled up. Okay. And just some of the male ones, really sexy. Just <laughs> <laughs> some of the sexiest stuff I've I've ever seen, and I think I'm gonna have to buy sexy Ringmaster costume. Looks like it's retailing for only sixty two dollars. Not terrible. Call the sh- call the shots in this Ringmaster costume. Trust us. <laughs> Everything from the short shorts to the chain vest. Will command more than a few looks. <laughs> it is a vest with no shirt.
0: Oh my god. And I love it.
1: and boxer briefs. That's the costume. Sixty two dollars.
0: Sixty two dollars. Perfect.
1: It's pretty sexy though. Um pretty sexy. Um yeah, but before we get into, you know, yes, Halloween costumes, I got a, I got a couple, you know, trendy pieces this year. Yes. I want to talk a my I gotta know. Don't trust anybody wearing this costume. Okay. That would be a Top Gun costume.
0: Ooh.
1: So if somebody wears a Top Gun costume. Yeah. They're pretty much just saying, uh, I'm unoriginal. Okay. I probably was, uh, you know, I, I, I pushed more papers than Frat Sullivan. And I can't grow a mustache. Yeah. Because they're probably wearing a fake one. Good point. Don't fall into the trap. do not dress up as top gun. just don't do it,
0: it i'm glad I'm glad you said this now because uh, I, I, it's potential you know there's potential that I might have gone down that road. so no, I'm you don't want to go this. down
1: that road Jay it's it's easy you know it's it's zero effort overdone. every frat bro in the universe is going to be top gun guy.
0: I'm good. Uh, you don't need to tell me twice.
1: Now, here's some costumes you might like. I don't know if you heard, but there's a new hit movie that's about to come out, and that movie is Barbie.
0: Mmm. So yes, the one it, you mean? I the one I told you about?
1: It's time to get ahead of the curve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So Jay. All you need to do is pick up a pink bodysuit, some knee-warmer things, a headband or two, bam, you're Barbie. Perfect. And uh, so this is a side note for the girl costumes. Is it okay to stack your boobs up big time on Halloween?
0: Yeah, I think it. I, I think you have to. I think uh, it's I, yeah. part of the. It's part of the job. On Halloween, I think.
1: I think it's an underutilized um tool. Yep. That females have. This is, you know, a lot of the times it's like, oh, you're stuffing your ball. Come on, what are you doing? You know, like I'm not stuffing a hot dog down my pants. That people. Well. Would, people would. I do. I do stuff a hot yeah, dog. Yeah. But it's only because I have a hole in my leg and I needed to fill it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's Right. <laughs> no, but I think that you, with confidence, just fuck, it. just go with just massive boobs in your costume.
0: I, Steve, what do you think about the male counterparts when they're wearing like a big cup?
1: No, so you don't want to wear a big cup. A big, a big cup just. Like you look at that and you're like, what's going on? What is? What is all that in there? You wanna, you wanna whack it? Like I used to, when I played hockey, I just whack guys in the cup. I just whack their cups. My nails make a fun little sound off it. Like, (laughs) click. click. It's a good time. Yeah. But if you if you take like, uh, just big thick like cucumber or something, you tape that onto your thigh. That's showing the outline like big bulge. Okay. Now, that you could work that into a Halloween costume. Yeah. Let's say you're Marky Mark from Boogie Nights.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Y- you know, you could you could yeah, work yeah, that
1: yeah. in there and then people would be like, "Damn, look at this guy's massive dong." Yeah. That that's a good one. Um you could probably work massive dong into
0: <sighs> almost I feel like almost any costume could could feature a massive dong.
1: Yeah, but it's got a It's got to be classy, like who's got a massive dong? Ben Affleck. um, (laughs) Is that accurate? He, you've never seen Gone Girl? He hangs dong.
0: Oh, I forgot about Gone Girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's just not needed at all, and he just hangs. he's just (laughs) hangs. It's it's like out of frame, and then he walks back into frame and just hangs dong. I don't want to see your penis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're saying if the context is right, you're fine with it, but and I'm going to say similar with the female ones. I mean, like you know, you don't. I think you can fit it into most just like you can with the male version, but it's like, you know, if you can go for it, go for it. Why not? Yeah. uh,
1: I I mean, even so, don't be afraid to go up a size or two.
0: Okay. I don't know if it works like that. I don't know if getting it, what what does going up a size or two mean to you?
1: Like with your boobs, like you buy a bigger bra, this is how I. This is how I imagine it.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> you, you explain to me how this works.
1: You have your bra size, right? So let's say you're a B cup, and then if you wanted it to be a C cup that day, you would go to the store and you buy a C bra, and then you'd have some loose space in there, but you could fill it up with like a towel or like
0: <laughs> a towel, <laughs> loose watch, items.
1: Watch. Yeah, like loose uh, loose items.
0: What kind of item?
1: I don't, anything you can fit underneath your boob, because you got to put it on the bottom so that if your boobs come out, it depends if you're showing cleavage. Okay. Like you could cut open a pillow, for instance, right? And yeah. they have that soft foamy, you know, material okay. in there. Yeah. You could shove that under your boobs. That would be very comfortable and you they would make it look great.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. That's the tip of the week. I did, uh, Steve. On the other side of this, I remember that that old uh, man. What was that Spike TV show? There was like a million ways to die or something like that. Yeah. Um, And there was a guy that was he had like a big like bratwurst or something that he was like uh, tying to his leg, and he tied it too tight and like caused a it like blocked one of his arteries and caused him to
1: (laughs) that's bad. You know,
0: it was a blood clot or something. So. Just before warned anybody out there, like, make it loose you know, enough that you're not going to, yeah.
1: You know, right before he died, too, he's like, what's happening? What's happening? And then he's like, looks down. He's like, oh, shit. Oh,
0: yeah. shit. <laughs> then he goes, oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, again, I don't know if we really came up with good ideas other than just things not to do and then things to do once
1: Barbie. you are oh, Barbie.
0: Oh, you're right. You are Barbie. You're right.
1: Or okay. if you want to be even sexier, you go with the Bradstall.
0: Bradstall is timeless.
1: If you want to be, like, a bad girl, yeah. you know, you and your gal pals, dress up like the Do you Brad have to do Stahl. the big
0: eyes, Steve? Do you, do you paint on the big eyes, do you think?
1: I think that, like, you could... I don't know. So, you could probably, like, tape your eyelids open. Okay. <laughs> and then you have, like, a mister. So... You take like you know the tear spray. What is it called? Dry yeah. eye spray or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. You put that into like a Windex bottle, and okay. then you can shoot that into your held open eyes every like ten minutes. Okay. And you should be okay. Jay, what's your Halloween costume? What What do you? I what do you, you, think, know is, it, what do you think is in?
0: I I don't. This is I it literally. It's on my list of things to do uh, right now. Which oh, is, pick a Halloween costume. Pick a Halloween costume. What,
1: what do you? What about for somebody else? One that's not going to work for you.
0: Uh, there's one I've been wanting to do forever, and it, it has always been the backup for the past like four years that I've been with my wife. And I, uh, if she doesn't come up with something better, which is what we're going with this year, which is the um, from from Charlie's Angels. Oh, God. I've probably talked about this on the show before, but from the like 2000s, Charlie's Angels, um, one of the angels, whichever one you pick, and then the guy is the creepy guy that holds the hair i think it's played by um crispin glover do you know the oh, guy i'm yeah. talking about i like that
1: guy yeah
0: he like he's got he like, like a, greasy hair yes greasy hair and he holds drew barrymore's hair in his hand and he yeah, i think it. he
1: rips a piece off too yes he
0: does <laughs> yeah. um so like i think that would be a good <laughs> halloween costume with like a drew somebody else being drew barrymore and then you just kind of like yeah sniff you know throughout the night you grab the hair you have to have some <laughs> hair in your hand and you sniff it <laughs> walk around him <laughs> So I really like that uh, that <laughs> costume, but that's a backup. So, but I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to pull it off. But I I like doing things from movies or TV shows. I think that's kind of fun. Uh, that's what I've done the yeah. past couple of years. It's been like TV show things. So
1: yeah, I mean, sexy ringmaster, like it's the greatest showman, sexy. right? That was a. <laughs> I could be sexy greatest showman, but the other thing too is like I've been slacking in the bod department this year.
0: Yeah. So there's oh, no way
1: I'm I am I'm shirtless ready by in 20 days. I gotta drop 15 pounds in 20 days.
0: I get it, and that's why one time I did the uh, the it's always sunny Birdman, and you, they had painted on abs. So regardless of how I looked, you had the like you could be the 300 Spartans, and they'd like painted on abs basically.
1: I'm gonna to have to test that out in the mirror.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this, uh, sexy ringmaster costume.
1: You, you found sexy ringmaster. Yeah, I did
0: find it. There's a there's a <laughs> They girl sell that equivalent. at
1: Walmart too. That's there's for a, sale at Walmart. There's a
0: male and a female equivalent. So,
1: what's the female look like?
0: Uh, I, mean, it's I don't think it, I, don't think I would,
1: Oh, which one's sexier? Probably the male. There's no way you beat that.
0: It's pretty oh, hard to beat.
1: Like. Dude, men's sexy jester. Walmart is going off the rails. (laughs) Men's sexy jester. Yeah. This is even smaller shorts. And I don't even know how to describe it. Bondage gear wrapped around your open boobs. I don't know if you can like go into bars with that
0: yeah like i said there there's always a fine line between like hey i'm trying to be sexy on halloween versus like i can't get into places like i said i had that one i did dick in a box um in high school like late high school and i went into outback steakhouse and they told me i had to leave <laughs> so like what's, you can't what's always... in that box <laughs> what's can't... in that box you're like no, <laughs> exactly my... <laughs> yeah um little did they know there was nothing in the box but <laughs> uh, you know, to them, even just the implication because of the implication was not going to work, and so we had to be careful. No, like you had to maybe get a friend that works in the restaurant industry and just say to them, "Hey, does this outfit is this too much? Could I get into your restaurant looking like this?" And if the answer is yeah. yes. Then you can go with it. If not, then you can't. Hey, so there's that's a, kind of the a line.
1: sexy ringmaster coming in and. It's gonna make some people uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: if I wanted to sit at table four as a sexy ringmaster and everybody else is around me as sexy lions and you know tigers and stuff, does that gonna fly? And if yeah, so figure that out.
1: Yeah, well, there we go. uh, We did it. Girl talk done.
0: We did it. Thank you. Yeah, Steve. There's a lot of other stuff um, I've written down that I want to get to. I'm gonna tease a little story. Oh, Um, this is a missing parakeet story from the '70s uh okay. it's an insane story uh that i will tell next episode a missing um, parakeet missing parakeet, oh, a found seven. missing and found parakeet uh and this happened in the 70s traveled miles uh but anyway i'm not I'm, if it's not that long of a story so if i tell any more it just tells the whole story so <laughs> <laughs> teaser, but, uh, teaser. <laughs> stuff like that um and then some stuff that uh, newer generations have killed i've got a few more of those but um We'll get to that next week. Chubstep.podcast at gmail dot com. Rate the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to it. And yep, uh follow us on Instagram, Chubstep Podcast. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.